0: take a ride podcast i'm your host here starks you can find me on my twitter handle it's at starks underscore industry you can also find me on instagram one closing hero i'm not here alone this evening morning afternoon wherever you may be in the fantasy world i have jacob running the two combo guard the white knight how you doing today brother
1: i'm doing well brother it's a great day and uh i'm just happy to be here with you guys thank you
0: absolutely this episode in particular we're not going to have our youtube episode up unfortunately um But that's okay because, you know, for the future episodes, the YouTube channel with our live faces should be up. But we want to definitely make sure that we give you guys still the daily content for you guys. Uh, In this episode also in particular, what we're going to talk about is go over some listener questions. Obviously, it's a shorter slate of games on Tuesday in particular. And um, not only the listener questions, but we might even talk about uh, some players that maybe we might buy low on. And if we feel that we have enough time, we'll, we'll talk and expand on it a little bit more. And then we'll even highlight on maybe a game kind of uh, towards the clutch shot. And then I honestly, maybe another segment which a listener had brought up, which is very excellent indeed to kind of dive into a dynasty player that I'll actually hold to the dynasty or for the clutch shot. Haven't really formulated the player yet, but um, someone that, that you should keep in mind in your dynasty format. So, Uh, With that being said, I'm ready to take people on for a ride. And uh, Jacob, I'll pass you the ball there on a listener question there, brother.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. So um, here is a question. He didn't provide any of how many teams he's in or what's what are what are what are the categories. So this is pretty much like this is pretty much like a vacuum question. Um, So it says, who do you think you'd you'd rather own right now out of miles turner or mitchell robinson before i give my answer i'm gonna pass the ball to you there starks because this was really tough for me
0: uh to choose out of miles turner or um mitchell robinson correct yeah and it wasn't what type of format or anything it was just kind of just out there
1: ah he didn't provide anything so i just took it as you know like i always i don't know about you starks but if i don't get if i don't get any clear on what's going on i just assume it's a nine cat league with 12 teams you know
0: yeah i mean that makes sense honestly it almost seems like that's a i think it's a kind of a regular thing that we can kind of think of a 12 man uh nine cat category league so in that aspect i know what's that
1: it's a default you know
0: (laughs) yeah exactly so um i'll say it like this I know Mitch Robinson was the guy, um, the echo, the hype train. A lot of people were behind this year coming into the draft, and that's even in the redraft format, which is kind of scary. But for me, I'm just going to take the safer side of Miles Turner just because of – obviously, he's on the court now, and he's a little bit healthier. I know he just came back from injury. Uh, he was out what two and a half weeks, and mm-hmm. he's back on the court now. The issue is with Mitch Robinson. I mean, obviously, Mitch Robinson is a talent. And he's the the block specialist there, mm-hmm. in particular. Miles Turner gets blocks too. Let's right. not forget. And not only that, you know, if you don't, if if your blocks are gone, at least you'll get some threes from here to there. Mm-hmm. Um, for Miles Turner, you're not going to get that for Mitch Robinson. And honestly, also, you're going to have to look at the Fizz the fizz pop, the yeah. fizzdale, right. That he's going to fizz you up. And look right now we even have Mitch Robinson coming from the bench already. So mm-hmm. it's a, it's an unfortunate task to look at. Uh, in that aspect, it's honestly closer than what it, it appears and seems, but mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm going to have to be honest and, and say miles Turner in that aspect, you know, what was your thoughts on that, man?
1: Man, you stole all the thoughts from my head. I mean, like that's exactly what I told him. I said, I, you know, I'm all about consistency, I am, and I'm all about safety. And Miles mm-hmm. Turner, from the two games that he that he has been back, he's gotten 33 minutes and 30 minutes. Um, in the three games that Mitchell Robinson has been back, he's averaged in the low 20s. Um, now, a lot of that is due to foul trouble, and a lot of that, like you said, is due to Fisdale just not – treating him like the number one center that he is. And so you can't really control who your like who your coach is unless he gets fired, of course. But you know, so um so yeah, I chose the Miles Turner side because like you said, he's he gets you all those blocks too. He's 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 got he's gotten seven blocks since he's been back uh, in two games. And like I said, he gets you those threes. Now what stinks about Miles Turner is that his field goal percentage mm-hmm. isn't always great, but sure. he still gets you those threes. He gets you those points, those rebounds, uh, and, the, and the block. So I'm going to side with you here, Starks. I'm going to go with Miles Turner just for the safety uh, and for the coach that wants to play him, you know? <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I mean, absolutely. And absolutely. At the same time, it makes me think: Is what if Mitch Robinson was in Indiana, right? So mm-hmm. that would obviously change the you know the spectrum a little bit more in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually did have a listener question. Unless you had a, you had t- a little bit more to touch up on in that trade. In oh no, no which no, side? Okay, no, no, that's perfect. So perfect. So here's here's one of the questions that I got: Is it time to drop Kevin Herter? And uh, this this potential o- or listener was asking uh, – he's planning to add pertle or Chris Boucher mm-hmm. uh, off the waiver. There's no IR spot in a 20-team league, and he said he also has Ayton, uh there as well, mm. um, I think on his IR spot, I believe. So, uh, in that aspect, do you drop Kevin Herter uh, to uh, planning on picking, you know, Jacoperto or um, Chris Boucher from the waiver wire, or do you stand pat and hold on to Kevin Herter?
1: Yeah, I mean – I'm going to hold on to Herder, uh, especially in a 20 man league. I mean, I don't think you can mm-hmm. drop that kind of upside, even if he's going to be gone for about a month here. Uh, especially, I mean, if this were a if if this were a 10, 12, and 14 man league, I would say mm-hmm. yes, I understand. But 20 man, that is so deep that Chris Boucher, he has he has um, he has an expiration date, uh, and Jacob. Uh, uh, jacob podal um he he is hit and miss i mean one night he gets you 10 minutes and the other night he gets you 16 to 18 minutes uh his stats fluctuate he's not very he's not very he's not very reliable so if you're able to stream that spot until kevin herter comes back that's what i would do just because his upside's too great but uh I'm going to pass the ball to you there, Starks. What do you think?
0: Yeah, so with him saying no IR spot, I am mm-hmm. actually still in agreement with you in that aspect. I didn't look at this. I, I kind of answered him on a whim um, mm-hmm. just because of – I got actually a lot of questions here today, so I mm-hmm. do apologize to the listener. But if there is no IR spot, and again, until the 20-team league really stuck out in front of my face, like right. how you know I just read it and then how you just mentioned it, it makes sense to hold on to – Kevin Herter in that type of format because the upside that he has. Now, to be fair, he's not going to explode, but you know the top one twenty five ish. You know, I'm not going to say he'll finish in in that range this year, but he can give you that type of value. You know, one twenty five, one thirty five ish. You know, he'll hit you some threes and some sneaky assists from you know time to time. And you know, he's what he's already ruled out for. I believe the rest of the month is my understanding. So it is rough it is rough sledding now if if you're in a dire situation and you are trying to make the move you know immediately Mm -hmm. because he he even he even threw in uh benbury in there as well last minute um i was i would just if you're going to shoot for upside Mm -hmm. bobby boucher is what i like to call him, but chris boucher would be the guy just for you know a shot in the dart for the upside in particular but I'm agreeing with you on this Jacob that Mm -hmm. you got, you got to kind of hold on to Kevin Herter in a 2020 team league. Right. So that Mm kind of, that's kind of where I stand. So I'll go on to another question Mm -hmm. uh, here on a listener here. Let me pull that back up. So in having Gordon Hayward, you know, on my team, I also have, um, Aiton on my team. Mm -hmm. If I only have one IR spot, and I'm, you know, down in the standings. You know, what do I do? So I'll pass you the ball there. And this is in a 16-man league. I'll pass you the ball there, Jacob. What what says you there,
1: brother? Yeah, man. I I feel this pain because because uh, <laughs> yeah. In in uh, in our listener league, I'm dealing with eight in suspension. I'm dealing with three people who are injured, and so and and I'm quickly going down in the standings because I can't, you know, I can't stay afloat and. You know, I'm just trying to hold on for dear life and it's really hard to do that. So I definitely feel him there. So, uh, I would, so there's one IL spy and he's, mm-hmm. and there's eight in there who is just dead weight, 16 man league. Uh, whew. um, I would remind me, remind me the player that's on that's injured.
0: Uh, so it's uh, Gordon Hayward that's injured, and then DeAndre
1: Aiden of the PED. So, so I would definitely. So I don't see why he can't stick Hayward in the IL spot, Aiden mm-hmm. as dead weight, and try to stream that position until he gets back. You know, unless he has another player who's already taken up the IL spot. Uh, I'm not sure about that. So if you are able to hang on tight and stream, but if if you're going to keep losing and going down and you don't trust yourself to get back up uh, in the middle of the season. Once, once, once he's healthy, I would definitely look to move Hayward, even if it's for, you know, like not for, not for pennies on a dollar, but definitely try to get some value back uh, that you can use right now. But if I were him, I would just stand Pat. I would put Hayward in the IL spot. I would stream until, both those guys come back what do you think Starks?
0: so let me just make sure I understand so so you would try to hold on to Aiton as well and just stream for the best on like other positions or you talk about dropping Aiton and and streaming that spot
1: no no no. um I'm keeping it just because uh, just because he's he 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 is due back soon um I need to have sure I need to have an exact time he's coming back but he's coming back soon and so you can't just drop Aiton because then yeah um you know what if you lose this week and you lose next week without eight and then your, uh, you know, like your adversary picks him up and just wrecks the league, you know, because like he, yeah. he, he, he is due back soon. So I would definitely try to hold on for dear life and just wait for him, just wait for him to come back. But uh, what do you think, Starks?
0: Yeah, I mean, it is it is tough sledding. You you got to just bite the bullet uh, and grind it out as as best that you can possible in a 16-man league. Now, obviously, if this was more in a shallow format, like a 10- to 12-man mm-hmm. league, I could kind of understand the logic behind it, but even still would be tough because those are obviously two superstars, number one, yeah. essentially. But I think you just have to grind it out. I'm sure you're just going to have to keep grinding. Um, and just keep in mind, you know, to the listener, you're not the only person that has injuries out there, so – Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you got to keep that in mind as well with all the other players that's getting hurt. You know, Kyrie, you know, even though he's been out a couple games, you know, we just don't know for the next day. And then, you know, someone could be injured today as we're speaking. That's that's how kind of crazy the NBA is. But essentially, I'm I'm with you on this one as well, too. Mm -hmm. I would try to do the best I can uh, to hold on. And if you know, it's 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 too it's still just a little bit earlier in the season to panic. But I understand you got to be proactive now. So um, we'll kind of go ahead and transition to um, some buy low type of players. Mm -hmm. I think we can either consider them a buy low or we can kind of fade on um, in particular. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one of the guys that started out hot, he's actually a guy that you spoke about this year that. You know he, he was doing well and he's starting to slide down a little bit. Mm-hmm. He might be he might still be doing good in points at least. So just let me know that on uh, White Knight. Okay. And it's uh, your, it's one of your guys there, Kelly Ubre. Okay.
1: Um,
0: he's ranked currently right now ninety first, and uh, in, mm. it, pretty much in a, in a nine cat category league. So his averages as is as follows. You know he's averaging sixteen points, a three pointer, five rebounds, an assist, one steal. 47 percent at the field goal percentage uh and his his free throw sh- uh, percentage is 77 percent mm. um and i'll pass you the ball do you think he's a buy low candidate or is this kind of where you have him at or which, what's your thoughts on this in particular
1: yeah so uh first off in a points league he is performing just behind his adp so he's he's around the sixth to seventh round round value mm-hmm. here and I'm looking at I'm looking at his previous games, and he's not having like so. So he had one bad game uh, against uh, against the Lakers in November 12th, where he just scored one point, four rebounds, one assist. But other than that, he's been he's been consistent. Now he's not putting up those gaudy numbers that he did at the beginning of the season, like you were saying. But he still is getting the job done. So if there is an owner who was expecting him to just keep up that torrid pace he was at the beginning of the season, I would definitely try to buy low on him. Uh, I, if, if I'm an owner of him, I'm not going to look to sell low on him because, of course, I can't get the value that he yeah. had once upon a time. Uh, so I'm definitely going to look to buy low if possible. Uh, in, in a points league, honestly, I, I, don't, I don't want him. Just because players like him in a points league, they're average. You know, just because they don't score a bunch. They do provide that steals and blocks for sure. But uh, as far as Kelly Oubre and even Jonathan Isaac, as much as we love him in a points league, he's doing great. It's just that he's not – he's not – returning first round value like he is in a nine cat league he's returning like second to third round value which is way above but i'm just saying like these types of players who gets you those hustle stats and stock stats in points leagues they aren't worth trying to um trying to you know like buy at a premium so uh in a nine cat league though i would definitely look to buy low on him what do you think there starks
0: um for me i i think we finally came into a hedge or actually difference here okay i think this the spot that he's at at least in a nine cat category league this seems about right in my my eyesight this looked about the realistic range um after Mm -hmm. the hot song i mean like you just said it's not like he had like he plummeted down you know completely down in the rankings Mm -hmm. um i think this is this is a fair spot and to be honest with you as a if he, I'm not saying he's going to finish here, but I, this is kind of what I envision him to. Mm-hmm. Um, but still to be in this range, that's a good spot. Uh, as far as buying him, I mean, I guess it would be like, who would I try to um, sell, you know, try to buy him with. Right. But I, I think I'm going to be, I would probably, I wouldn't say I'm going to buy him just because I, I don't think he, his production can get better. But mm-hmm. I mean, he, he definitely could. Um, but that aspect this like I said with this Phoenix situation mm-hmm. although he's still getting you know a majority of minutes over Mikel Bridges that is still something that really bothers me there because I know a lot of people paid or some people paid a premium on Mikel Bridges this year mm-hmm. uh, thinking he would still get some minutes so uh, Kelly Oubre is still doing good this year you know so yeah. this is nothing to take lightly in that aspect so and I think also what's kind of uh damaging his uh percentages here is uh no i guess that's about right because this free throw percentage has bumped you know bumped up right uh, or excuse me bumped up this year versus his previous year so i guess that's a good thing to look at Mm -hmm. uh in that aspect and then at the same time his usage rate just a tad bit up this year nothing really changed so i i think there is better days maybe a little bit better days to come but i think this is about the right spot um, but we'll go ahead and move on here on the next player. And it's <laughs> – this one is interesting, right? And it's – I just had him up. It's Jared Allen. Mm. He's ranked 148th currently this year in a nine-cat category league. Mm. He's only – he's averaging 25 minutes, nine points, uh, eight rebounds he's not making any threes i think they even talked about it before the season that he was going to shoot threes
1: right he's
0: not even averaging that i don't think he's made one this year nope um and he's got one and a half blocks this year um field goal percentage is 64 percent free throw percentage is 56 yeah. percent so i'll pass you the ball there jacob are, are you buying low on jared Allen, man
1: i'm not just plain and simple, I don't like it. Uh, as you keep saying, Starks, you keep saying like the musical chairs, and it's real, man. It's real. Yeah. Um, in Brooklyn, you know, it's Jared Allen, uh, DeAndre Jordan show, really, and it's not a very pretty show. I mean, like, Allen's still still getting you those rebounds. He's getting you some points. He's getting you some blocks. Uh, he's just it's hit his minutes, man, are gross. If you if you see this ever since uh november 2nd let's just go uh so 18 minutes 30 minutes 36 12 18 30 Mm -hmm. 22 24 like there's no consistency i would be i would be so frustrated if if uh if i had him in any league thankfully thankfully i don't and for those nights that he kills it i'm like man man I wish I had those stats, but you know what? I'm glad I'm not dealing with the headache of just those fluctuating minutes and those fluctuating stats where you just don't know what you're going to get out of him from night to night. And you don't even know if he's going to start from night to night. So it's just uh, it's just a bad situation for me. Now, I'm curious to see what your thoughts are, Starks, because I don't know if we're going to differ.
0: To be honest with you, man, it's it's kind of like – it's like I want to buy him, but like all this mm-hmm. year, I was just like, I, I, I just don't, I don't want nothing to do with him this year because of all the reports with DeAndre. As soon as DeAndre Jordan came, I mm-hmm. felt bad for fantasy owners in particular, right? Um, you know that that has him, especially in the dynasty format. But I'll say it like this: at this range, um, you can kind of like basically all this stuff you said. Mm-hmm. It seems true, and honestly, it's almost like I. I wanted to be on your side in that aspect, but I also thought about, well, maybe okay. his, his ranking is so poor right now. Yeah. Then maybe I, I might take a shot to buy him. But honestly, I'm not, I'll say it like this I'm not going to aggressively buy him yeah. low um, in that aspect because it's like, you know, like you said, it's still musical chairs. And I, even what I mentioned here that I don't like to deal with that. Right? right. But I guess what's making me change my logic a little bit is because Brooklyn, if they continue to lose, I don't see how they can continue to let DeAndre Jordan get maybe you know strong minutes during like the end of the season yeah. where Jared Allen is probably should be getting more minutes quarter, like the middle to ending the season. But in, I'll say it like this in a dynasty format, I'll buy redraft format. I'll, I'll buy, but I'll, it'll be, it'll be very not, not as aggressive if that makes sense. Absolutely. So I, I'm almost with you on that aspect. It's, it's really gross, but let me ask you this. This one's going to be interesting to you. Um, <laughs> Who would you rather have this year,
1: uh-huh.
0: Alec Burks or or Jared Allen? Alec Burks is one hundred thirty first right now.
1: Uh, oh wow! <laughs> <That's> sh- <laughs> if you can see my face right. right now, I'm just I'm just, <laughs> what in the world? Okay, Alec Burks or Jared Allen? Can, oh my god! Can can you imagine that question at the beginning?
0: Exactly. The exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly man so good so good so crazy um, how
0: things can change on a dime man go ahead
1: on a dime man uh i'm going to stick with jared allen i mean his upside yeah. is too <laughs> good for me to just jump ship on i don't even know how long alec burks is going to stay like this and <laughs> he struggled here in the past few games and what mm. we've been saying on here is you ride him until the wheels fall off now the wheels are starting yeah. to fall off a little bit he's still providing some value um but he doesn't provide enough stock stats for me to be like you know what i'm going to roll with him over allen like allen at least gets you blocks a good field goal percentage um and solid points and rebounds so yeah i'm going to i'm going to side with allen and uh uh i'm curious what you think there, starks oh
0: i'm i'm with you 100% but okay. i think this is where it, i think this is where it gets a little bit interesting right here even mm-hmm. a little bit more okay this it's almost like we're going to be picking on Jared Allen right now. This this should be the last this should be the last picking though. (laughs) Jared Allen or Eric Pascal. I will pass you the ball this year. Oh, that's a lot And Eric Eric Pascal is 118th ranked currently right now.
1: That's a lot tough for Starks. Um, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna go with Pascal. Uh (laughs) you know (laughs) Um, that's rough. Go ahead it is rough, you know, it's rough for Allen. I really wish he had more, more consistency with his minutes. And I really wish the coach would stop, would stop making Deandre, you know, a thing, but you know, I, I do like Pascal. I like what he's doing. I like the situation in golden state for fantasy because they are obviously tanking and they don't want Curry to come back. They don't really want green to play to every game. And, he's pretty much running the show, you know, if you watch those games, if, you know, like, Mm -hmm. they have, they have a ton of trust in him, and, you know, he, he's getting over 30 minutes a game, he's starting, he's getting over 16 points, he's getting you little stock stats, he's giving you just over an assist, he's getting you five rebounds, I mean, he's doing this, and he's getting starter, starter minutes, so I would rather have Someone who's producing and starting and getting those minutes <laughs> over, over, over the musical chairs over there. Uh, what do you think, Starks?
0: Oh my gosh, I I just can't believe it's one of those it's questions. It's
1: like you don't, it, yeah, it's like
0: it's one of them questions you really don't want to answer, man. I, it would have been yeah. funny to even have LT on this situation too to, to put his <laughs> thoughts on it because this is really wild. Um, yeah. Man, unfortunately, I think I'm with you on this as well. Yeah. Like, this is this is really tough, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really honestly believe that Jared Allen would change things around this year. I really believe okay. that just because. But right now, I, I'm just going to go with Eric Pascal with you because yeah. I, I think it's his minutes is solidified. You just mentioned that he's getting starter minutes, right? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you know, his last game, I think he dropped 30 points. And the thing is with uh, Eric Pascal is – The usage rate, right? So his usage rate last game was at 27, right? Mm -hmm. The last couple of games, the last three games, has been averaging around the 24, 25 usage range. Um, He's taking a lot of shots. He'll get you some rebounds. He'll score you some baskets. Mm -hmm. He'll hit you even a snipe every once in a while. Now, he's not averaging a three, but he could, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And the thing is about him, he's giving you pretty good uh, percentages, and that's nothing to take lightly. In Golden State, like you had mentioned, like they're not in a rush to, to put Curry back in. Right. And we're recording while games are going on. And I think Draymond hurt his elbow today. And uh. we're talking. Or he's having issues still. So they're not going to rush him. I mean, what, D'Angelo Russell's out for two and a half weeks, I think, too. So yeah. I just I just don't know how to take Golden State. But if, if, if there's any glimmer of light, that at least they found someone in Eric Pascal. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say I am interested to see Kevin uh, Kevon Looney's I think he's been sent to the G League, or maybe yeah. not. But I think he's he's getting ready to come back, so mm-hmm. that shouldn't affect him. But I'm still interested to see what Kavon Looney does in Golden State. But man, Eric Pascal, I'll say it like this: If you got him in a dynasty uh, dynasty format, it's it's weird to say, but congratulations, he could be Uh-oh. something special. We, I mean, it, yeah. it's it's just crazy how things can change so quick mm-hmm. in fantasy, and this it, it's already changed this year right yeah so um at least one more player or or two that we'll talk about before we kind of get to the clutch shot
1: mm-hmm.
0: um mm-hmm. is uh man i <laughs> with chris paul chris paul man he's uh ah he's, he's ranked 31st this year. I I know this is tough. Mm -hmm. This is more of like, this is more like, are you, this ain't a buy low. This is not, this is more like a sell or are you, are you wanting this production the rest of the year? So I guess my question to you is he's ranked 31st. Do you believe his production is going to be relatively the same around this area? Or it's almost like, do you foresee him, you know, dwindling down just because of injuries or rest time? You know, what's your thoughts on Chris Paul, man?
1: Yeah. If I'm an owner, I'm selling like hotcakes right now, you know, (laughs) you know, as you would say, man, I would, I would be looking, I would be looking to pull like, pull like a stealth move, like, you know, like Chris Paul and someone else for like, for like, for like a marquee guy in the first or second round that's struggling like, uh, like Jokic or something like, you know, like he's struggling a little bit this year and it's like if you can package paul who's playing out who who is healthy and with someone else who's been playing up for Jokic, i think that would give the owner some like hmm i'm interested you know like so i would definitely look to sell him high here just because i don't trust him to stay healthy uh and i don't trust that the thunder if if they don't find if if they don't find a trade partner he's definitely going to be sat a lot at the end of the year. Like, I don't, I don't expect him to be playing a ton if they don't, if they don't move him. But I think, and, and, and correct me if you think differently, but I think that the Thunder are, are just playing him these crazy minutes and having him do his thing so that a team will actually take on his high salary and, throw in a pick as well uh what do you think Starks?
0: well it, it could be like that potentially i say his minutes are dipped down this year to be fair in this aspect mm-hmm. um versus his you know a lot in his career but i mean i can also see it your way too uh just because of like maybe they're potentially showcasing them and try to yeah. see if someone like you said could take on the contract and i could definitely see that um, mm-hmm. you know chris Paul, chris Paul is Paul's definitely doing good this year. and honestly, for those dynasty GMs uh, that paid very, I'm sure you got you got the massive cutting coupon. I mean, I know I did, right? right? right. I'm sure you know a lot of other people did in a dynasty format because of the age. But the thing is, when you pay or when you draft this type of player, and I'm actually I'm starting to segue back into your direction because it's like I, i'm gonna just, I'm just thinking this in a dynasty's perspective is mm-hmm. that. You know you're going to get this nice temporary, you know, feeling for a little while. Right. Um, it feels good to get these stats. You're getting like top thirty production. You probably got him in the seventh or eighth round in your leagues, like redraft leagues. And you're like, well, this is feeling good. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you got to be careful when you're feeling so good because when you when you have these type of players, you do like Jacob said. As I always say, you got to sell them like hotcakes. Yeah. And I actually now I'm convincing myself, and you also <laughs> helped me to convince it too that. Yeah, I think I would be selling to um, try to package. I think that was a good drop there when you said, you know, package him so- with someone else and try to get Joker. Yeah, Joker is a little bit behind this year. You know, currently, I think he was about uh, ranking the 40s or 50s and Joker is going to be better. A lot of dip in production uh, for the Joker currently right now, but things are going to change for him uh, in particular, mm-hmm. but. One more guy, and actually, Joker's ranked 41 this year, which is crazy. Yeah. He'll be better, he'll be better, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. But one more guy that I will be a little bit tough on is a guy that I've been kind of saying here recently. Um, I t- we talked about him a, a little while ago, but I, I kind of went iso on Rudy Gobert. Mm. Um, he is he is ranked 55 mm. this year. I will go iso on this in particular again. Yep. So the thing about Rudy Gobert, he's a good player, and it's not for me to be hard on him. But the reason why I'm going to go ISO and kind of let you, you know, you listeners know that I'm a little concerned is the thing is that I say with certain big men, when your when your blocks start to dry away, then who are you, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, he's he's getting you the rebounds. He's not, you know, the last couple of years he was he was getting better. He was scoring a lot of points, and honestly, I was like, okay, well maybe you know, things are going to look a little bit more up for him, you know, um, to, you know, scoring. But to be, to be fair, he's played a little bit better here the last two weeks. So I'll be, I'll I'll be a little bit easy on him, but um, he's averaging one and a half blocks this year. He's always hovered around the range except for no. Yeah. He's always hovered around the two plus range Mm -hmm. in his career all through his career. But now this year he's at one and a half. Right. And, Another thing is concerning is the the points. But, you know, he's not really a high scorer. Right. But I guess he must have gotten mad here the last two weeks because he's, he's bumped up his points at 17 points <laughs> versus the 13 points. Uh, his minutes – and here's the thing. Here's your cheat code listeners. His minutes went up, right? So you right. would think the production would go up versus what he did last year because last year his minutes was at 31. He's close to 35 minutes this year, right? Mm -hmm. So you're thinking, oh, man, that's perfect. He's going to score more points, right? He may get more rebounds. Now, he is having a career year with rebounds at Mm -hmm. 13.6, which is good, right? He's even averaging a steal versus what he's ever did in his career. He's never averaged a steal, which is good. But you would think, okay, cool. His highest career mark in blocks was 2.6 back in 2016-17. So you're like, all right, cool. That means with all the minutes that he's getting with the career high in minutes, there's a good chance that he could beat that or come close to that. No, he's at one and a half blocks right now. So that is a little bit of concern for me. Um, is there better days to come? Sure, absolutely. But the the type of guy that you're paying a premium on, on uh, a Rudy Gobert, that's what you pay for to get those blocks, right? So how am I buying low? I mean, at 55 sh- – sure am i gonna aggressively try to buy low on him not really but i'll pass you the ball there jacob you know what's your thoughts on rudy gobert are you buying low
1: brother yeah i mean the one thing that stuck out to me that you said is his minutes are around 35 minutes so if Mm -hmm. i'm an owner i'm i'm thinking that better days are ahead and if you and Mm -hmm. As you said, I mean, he's playing angry right now. I mean, like, he went 16 and 14, 23 and 17, 18 and 15, 25 and 14. Those are, you know, like, and his blocks were one block, five blocks, two blocks, two blocks, one block, one block. So it's just, yeah, I mean, like, everything, everything except for boards are down. But I'm, I, 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 I personally wouldn't sell him if I drafted him in the second or third round, wherever Mm -hmm. that you got him. Um, Mm -hmm. I would hold on unless somebody wants to, wants to uh, offer me a ton for him. But if not, I'm keeping him for sure. Cause uh, you know, can't say no to those blocks, even if they are a little bit down. I mean, he's, Mm -hmm. he still will get you a block a game at the least. I mean, he's averaging one and a half blocks, but he's he just got five blocks last game. I mean, like Mm -hmm. he has, he has that potential to single-handedly win you that week. So I'm looking to, you know, like I wouldn't even buy, I wouldn't even buy him because I'm sure that the owner wouldn't even sell low on him. So, yeah, I mean, I think he's fine. Um, I appreciate you bringing him up because before his streak right here, he was struggling. I mean, like he had some games where, you know, he was only getting like seven rebounds, six rebounds, nine rebounds, no blocks. So, I mean, he was struggling at first and that was the perfect time to buy low, but now Mm -hmm. he heard and he got angry, like you said, and now he's (laughs) killing it. So, I mean, I think you have to wait for another dry spell if that comes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That sounds good. So Mm -hmm. we'll kind of, we'll kind of dive into a clutch shot here. Thank you listeners. Hopefully, uh, we had to do this a little bit different in this episode, but we wanted to give you guys the, the good content. But before we get to the clutch shots here, make sure you guys, um, you know, check out our website, newlifefantasy.com. Mm-hmm. Join the mailing list. Uh, join as a member there for all for free. And, you know, we'll have something important in the forum that uh, that I'll probably put a message here pretty soon for those that's already joined as members exclusively for you. But you guys can join, too, if you you know get on the site. Uh, also, subscribe to the podcast. Give a five-star review. Um, and at the same time, our YouTube channel is now up. We have our faces out there. My mm-hmm. mask is off. <laughs> um, go ahead and sh- sub-zero that button at the bottom. Subscribe. Uh, give a thumbs up. Obviously, write a comment as well or comment below. Because I'll tell you guys, the listeners, this. If you, if you comment below on the YouTube, uh, I'll pr- put it maybe in consideration of adding something in the episode. That's why you know, there was a listener that had mentioned, Hey, you know, what about a dynasty outlook on a player Mm -hmm. on these episodes? I actually like that. I'm going to dabble into that on these episodes and I'll even touch up on one towards the clutch shot here. Um, But yeah, make sure you guys do all those things for free. It keeps our lights on. We keep things going here um, in that aspect. So there's your commercial. So um, let me pass you the ball there. Jacob, if there's a clutch shot uh, that you want to talk about there, brother.
1: Absolutely, brother. Thank you. So, my clutch shot is the same as last night. I mean, we need some more feedback on 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 the Thanksgiving article that we mm. want to write and to send out to you guys next week. You know, like, who are you guys most thankful for on your fantasy team? Whether that be who you drafted high, who you drafted in the later rounds, who you picked up on waivers, who you traded for. Like, who are you most thankful for? Because we want to do a Thanksgiving theme here. You know, like, we all love – we all love fantasy basketball, and so, like you know, like we just want you know, like in to, to the season to give thanks. So, if you guys can can hop over to my Twitter profile, I have it on my pinned tweet. If you guys want to um, write down who you're most thankful for, I already got I already got a few few uh, responses from you guys, and they've been great. We would just love we would just love a few more just so that we can center this article around you guys and who you're thankful for. So there is uh, there's my clutch shot Starks.
0: <laughs> no, that's perfect. And yeah, listeners make sure that, you know, you jump on Jacob's page on Twitter. Um, look at that on his pin and, you know, definitely uh, comment on who you're thankful for. I mean, mm-hmm. that's going to be a nice Thanksgiving treat for you guys yeah. in particular. Um, so my clutch shot here um actually if you can touch up on an additional clutch shot on the golden state game and i'll touch up on an additional clutch on the portland game because those games are ended but uh i guess the the, the double clutch shot i will jump on to a dynasty uh guy in particular that's starting to be a darling is thomas bryant so i'm going to juice this orange a little bit Mm -hmm. here now i'll say this i thought I was a little concerned about him this year because it just felt like Washington might a little might have been wonky. But I, I'll say this: if you guys were listeners of me last year, before he really came out on the fold and came out on the scene, I kept saying like, "Man, this if this guy somehow sneaks on the court, he's going to be legit." And mm. he was legit last year. So the right now, currently, he's ranked forty-four within inside the top fifty. Now I'll say it like this to be fair: I didn't expect him to be this sweet this year, but this is a nice sight to see, especially the minutes that he's definitely earned. Now he only received twenty minutes last year. This year he's close to he's close to thirty. He's at twenty nine minutes, but the averages is up. He's up, you know, fourteen points. His rebounds is up from last year, uh, nine rebounds. His assist is up with two and a half. Even his blocks are up, you know, at one close to one and a half. He's even, you know, taking more shot attempts. I believe the league average in uh, fantasy that we like to do in a nine cat category league, but we 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 dabble in points as uh, Jacob is the point specialist there. The, the 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 fantasy, you know, me checking out analytics a little bit earlier this year might have been cha- It might change, but the attempts that he's making or shooting is at the fantasy average. Z score, I could, I guess you could say, up to ten point nine, and his free throw percentage is up this year than last year, and he's taken more charity stripes this year, and also his usage rate is up. So these are just little indicators to me to to say like, well, his come out party is real. Do I think that in in you know in hindsight he'll be better next year? Well, yeah, absolutely. It's just going to come on the hills. Is is Washington really going to entrust him? Obviously, there's no other big men to be concerned about. Unless they decide to draft somebody there. And that's what I was kind of concerned about, maybe mm-hmm. for the future. But in saying that, um, you know, he could be a potential top 35 player, mm-hmm. right? Not to say it this year, but in the future, maybe even next year, or the year after that. But if you, if you, Dynasty Darlings, drafted him this year, as LT would say, you'd be smiling from ear to ear. Mm-hmm. And as Jacob would say, you'd be smiling like the Joker because this guy's giving you that real production yeah. uh, this year. And honestly, if if here's a cheat code for you guys, additionally, I'm the type of coach, my style is this, and you know, I don't like to share, uh, you know, I'm like a little competitive guy myself. I don't like to share my secrets, but again, doing this podcast, I, I'm more of an open book, right? Mm-hmm. So one of my styles, when it comes to big men, I like percentages uh, from a big man. And what I mean by that, not only just the field goal percentage, but if my big man is giving me some good charity stripe shots at a high clip, now he's not at a high clip yet, but he potentially could be, um, you know, if he was the average five or six at the charity stripe shooting 80%, that would be beautiful. Right. But to still come up from 1.9 to three shots at the charity stripe is good. Mm-hmm. And um, with the like I said, a, a good free throw percentage and he'll get you some sneaky blocks. Oh man, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And if he sneaks in a three, he did, he's not doing that this year He potentially could. He's at 0.6. But that's why I always give some big men a hard time, like Mitch Robinson. I always say, hey, if you're not getting blocks, then who are you, right? That's why Mm -hmm. I expect, you know, to get better things from that aspect. But as a dynasty format, I can see him as a top 60. And I know he's a 44 right now, but obviously the season's still young. But I envision him as a top 60, maybe a top 50 talent for this year. Uh, Forty maybe around this range next year seems fair and then 35 ne- uh, the next couple years out so that's where i'm at and i will take mm-hmm. uh, an additional clutch shot before i do that on the the portland game i'll pass you the ball uh, on the additional clutch shot on the golden state Memphis game There, brother
1: absolutely yeah yeah thank you so quickly here so the warriors uh beat up on the grizzlies tonight and uh <laughs> yeah. Really quickly, I wanted to go over the Grizzly side of the ball. Now, Jaron Jackson Jr. he had he had a rock bottom game here, guys. I'm sorry for all you owners out there. Mm-hmm. He uh, eight points and abs- and eight points and one three pointer. Nothing else. Jeez. No rebounds. No assists. No steals. No blocks. Don't know what's going on. He only got 18 minutes. Uh, I checked the report and he's not hurt. So I don't know if this is a sophomore slump. If if it, he just meet. He just may be too, like in, inconsistent this year. So just, so just be on the lookout for that. Now, my main two streamers that are available in a lot of leagues, Jay Crowder and Dylan Brooks, they each got 32, 33 minutes tonight, and they both produced. I mean, Crowder got 15 points, 11 rebounds, four assists and four snipes. Uh, and Dylan Brooks, he got he got 18 points, three rebounds, two steals, a block, and three snipes. Those guys are widely available, uh, at least in Yahoo leagues and Jeez. ESPN leagues. Uh, so if you ever need a streamer or if you just want a guy that you can trust to get over 30 minutes a game, give Crowder and give Brooks a look here. Now, uh, I am looking at the bench, uh, and lastly, on the Grizzly side, it looks like Brandon Clark here took 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 uh, the minutes from 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 Triple J here and had himself a great game mm-hmm. here. He got 17 points, three assists, one steal, and a block. So that's just something to absolutely keep your eye on if you are a Jaron Jackson owner. Just hopefully. Hopefully, he can write the ship here. So, let's uh, transition to, to the Warriors game. And it looks like Alec Burks' his ears were burning when we were talking about it because he went <laughs> yeah. off tonight. He got you 29 points, 8 boards, 2 assists, 1 steal, and a block, and 2 snipes, and 9 for 9 from the charity stripes. So, he definitely came to play. So, keep riding that wave. Keep riding him until the wheels fall off. Now he may have a game or two where he struggles, but until there's a trend of like three games or more uh, of like either struggling or doing well, you know, like I wouldn't take a down game or two seriously until it becomes a trend of three or more. So he had a great game tonight. Other than that, Pascal, he had a great game tonight, 17 points with some stock stats. And so, yeah. And uh, Glenn Robinson, the third had a great game as well. And, uh, Kai Bowman here for you deep leaguers he had he had an alright game but the minutes were there he had 25 minutes uh, he didn't do much but at least he is getting those minutes while Russell is out so he's definitely someone worth streaming while Russell here is out um, and then uh, I will quickly touch up on uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> fantasy Bigfoot here Marquise Chris yeah uh, I knew it was coming <laughs> Wow, he had himself a random outlier game here. Seventeen points, four blocks, six rebounds, two assists. I wouldn't go crazy, guys. Don't. uh, If if he does if he does any anywhere near this level of production next game, then I would keep my eye on him. But until that happens, don't get sucked in, okay, guys. (laughs) I don't know if you have any other thoughts on uh, on that on, on that game there, Starks.
0: No nah, man, you, you covered everything that was necessary, man.
1: Right, <laughs> bigfoot there.
0: <laughs> yep. So I will touch up on the Portland game real quick on the additional clutch shot for this unique episode. New Orleans beat Portland one fifteen to one hundred four. Mm. Uh, looking at the Portland side, look as you guys know, Carmelo Anthony. Everybody, I yep. would say everybody's with, wasn't or was or wasn't excited, but hey, he he started too. Yeah. He got twenty three minutes. You know, ten rebounds, four or excuse me, ten points, four rebounds, and really empty stats behind yeah. that but he got a, he got a slap and he secretly wouldn't say secretly he did low-key pump up the volume yeah. he was inefficient there right mm-hmm. uh, but I you can almost look at it. I know it's just one game but they're going to use they're going to probably utilize Carmelo whether mm-hmm. he's starting or coming off the bench but what is very important to me out of this game obviously Damian Lillard wasn't playing this game right. but one thing that really sticks out to me is that deserves the minutes is Anthony Simons and Nasir Little for the Dynasty GMs and owners let's go of, and Nasir Little he only had 22 minutes but in those 22 minutes mm-hmm. he he filled the he filled the stat sheet up right yeah. 12 points 11 rebounds assists one steal two blocks he was very efficient and he made two snipes now he missed both his free throws but that's okay you'll take this mm-hmm. from him and honestly if you're in a maybe like a 14 man league, I'll be honest, I would probably have him on my team and see what happens, regardless of the situation. On, um, you know, Carmelo, Damian Lillard, and Simons, or Simmons mm-hmm. hooked on phonics. I'll say this about Simmons or Simons, Alvin, Simon, Theodore, Simon's the <laughs> terrible, right? Uh, yeah. um, 36, 36 minutes, 13 points, three rebounds, four assists he was pumping up the volume inefficient, but three snipes. I think, you know, Portland, I know LT gives them a hard time. And it, it, for those people that, cause it's funny. Cause it's like, I know a lot of people that are Portland fans mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people are irritated and frustrated in, in that sense. But to be honest with you, I still think there are brighter days to come. I mean, with those two in particular with little and uh, the chipmunks, I'll just call him the chipmunks. Uh-huh. I think, I think, I think they're going to have some interesting talent. And then Kent Bazemore, your, one of your streaming guys, uh-huh. he's definitely getting the minutes there, at 28 mm-hmm. minutes, 11 points, three round, uh, rebounds, and four assists. And he's hitting some snipes. Yeah. Rodney Hood, uh, sometimes it's not good in the hood for him. <laughs> but, you know, that's that's what it is for him in particular. Yeah. Whiteside, uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I'll say this. Mm-hmm. You know, he had an okay game. Right. You know, 14, He, You know, he gave you the double-double in, in the block. But, ah, man. But let me just go Mm -hmm. on to – and then C.J. McCollum had a good game. But I'll go on to the New Orleans side. And this also came on the heels of Brandon Ingram coming back. And I'm going to be honest with you. You know, this almost like – it makes me want to say – because I think it's going to be a good podcast when all three of us is on where we do a segment called, you know, is is it time to eat your crow? Because Mm -hmm. I'm sure I'm going to be eating my crow on Brandon Ingram at this point in time. And probably another – Another person that comes into mind is, like, Andrew Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Like, I might be eating my crow on that, too. <laughs> um, but, you know, Ingram, he's really doing good. So these stats is, yeah. you know, is is nice. 21 points, seven rebounds, five assists, two steals, and a block. Mm-hmm. Not efficient, but tw- 20 shots, pumping up the volume, eight for 20. I'm taking that. Yeah. He hit all of his charity stripes, hit a snipe. But I'll say this, I'm still waiting. I want to see when they're fully healthy because Lonzo Ball did not play this game, right. nor did we want to see Zion Williamson. You know, we still haven't seen him all this year, Yeah, right? Uh, the, the buy low window might be out the, wi- uh, out the window for you guys <laughs> from Drew Holiday, mm-hmm. uh, 22 points, five rebounds, 10 assists. So a double-double with 10 assists is always beautiful. Uh, and then we're recording while games are going on. Well, yeah, still going on. And Alvin Gentry, just like I was just talking about Drew, is gushing over him saying, yeah. uh, true holidays, the backbone of the Pelicans. Nice. So, you know, that's interesting to say or in to see. Yeah. Uh, but you know, he was efficient 10 for 18, hit a snipe. And then Jackson Hayes, I actually i forgot to talk about him last episode. Mm. I really, I really felt back. It was like, oh man, I, I actually streamed him in that deep redraft league that we're in the anniversary league. <laughs> and honestly, I'm trying to actually hold him, but obviously this comes on the heels of Jaleel Okafor mm. uh, be, not playing. But he started still, right, in 9.7 rebounds, two steals, and three slaps. Yeah. Listen, Dynasty Jams, he's another guy that I'd like to have on my team. Yeah. Although New Orleans is not winning games and stuff of that nature, I mean, they won this game, but – Mm-hmm. I just I like the I like the upside in Jackson Hayes, man. Yeah, they just have a lot of interesting players in particular. Now this one's gonna hurt people's feelings, and it's uh, nah, he did he he did y'all <laughs> wrong, right? Alexander yeah. Walker, he he strung some strong couple of good games, and then he came back yeah. flat on you guys this game in particular, and only got 15 minutes. But I guess right now that's what you're gonna get from him, right? And then uh, Kendrick Williams, one of the guys that, you know, I'm, I'm sure he's been on your streams there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, in particular, this was a good game. Now, yeah. he, he doesn't score a lot of points. That's okay. But the he got eight points with the 13 rebounds, assist, three steals and a block. Oof. That is very handy. And two mm-hmm. snipes. Man, listen, that is handy yeah. in any format, man. I, I just – I understand people want players that do, like, a whole bunch of points and other stuff. But, man, these – these st- these stats in particular is going to help you yeah. jj reddick did well mm-hmm. um but yeah that's that's pretty much uh you know all i had in that so you know listeners man we we, we love you guys in particular mm-hmm. it, it, let me say this did you want to touch up on anything in that game real quick there uh, jacob, At jacob
1: no nah, man you covered everything i appreciate that brother
0: yeah, perfect man no, no no problem so yeah you listeners we we love you guys god bless you mm-hmm. um You guys can find me on my Twitter handle. Give me a follow and uh, you can ask me a question. I'll get to you at a prompt time Uh, where you can find me on Twitter is at Starks underscore industry. You can also find me on Instagram, one closing hero. Uh, And also, like I said, comment on the YouTube channel, because if you, you know, ask questions there, Mm -hmm. I'll try to get to that even a little bit quicker, you Mm -hmm. know, just because that we're trying to get momentum through there. So uh, I'll pass you the ball there, Jacob, where can I find you at there, brother?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at ain't done yet. And done is spelled D U N N E. I'd love for you guys to follow me and I hope you guys are having a great day guys.
0: All right. Awesome. So with that being said, you guys have a good evening, morning, afternoon, and take a ride.